0: I have got some ghost stories for you.
1: I come home from the gym and the chairs are all stacked upside down. Like a very intricate stack.
0: There was a werewolf on our porch swing holding one of our kittens the pen was all busted open and there is blood everywhere there's like somebody standing in the middle of the bed with their finger pushing straight up on the canopy like a tent pole but there's nothing there and I lay in bed like a little kid i pulled the covers up over my eyes
2: (laughs) this little boy told paranormal investigators apparently my grandfather came back from the dead to
3: harass a toddler (laughs) (laughs) so that is my ghost story Hi, and welcome to Haunted AF, the podcast of real ghost stories told by real people. We are your hosts. I'm Julie Fist. And I'm Rebecca Black. Coming up, we have got more creepy noises that were picked up on a, 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 a sleep app. Is that what it is? Or are they snoring apps?
2: Oh, it could be a snoring app.
3: Because I know we got one a, a while back from Marco, but this, this is a little different. Okay. We also have dream sharing stories because we asked about them. We're like, hey, if you guys have any of these and you guys delivered in a big way. So we're going to share some of those coming up.
2: Can't wait. Uh, but first, we need to think and say hello to our new patrons Samantha Paz Mary Hedges Mary Hodges there we go Erica Diaz who we forgot to mention last week very sorry because we were in the middle of our Marlboro
3: Burglar
2: Marlboro Burglar meltdown
3: (laughs) we literally skipped her
2: because we were so (laughs) busy being idiots also big love to Diana P who says I became a listener in December and I binged everything you are my podcast to listen to when I'm working late or when i'm cleaning funny enough your podcast calms my nerves and anxiety go figure
3: that's weird i'm but
2: impressed by that glad we
3: can help yeah also big love to
2: carrie maroney who became an annual patron thank you thank you remember that we are posting our patreon pre-games every single week uh, we're also posting minisodes between the seasons so if you've binged everything you want more there is plenty of exclusive stuff on uh, patreon.com slash haunted af
3: Also, so this is just in the planning phases, but just wanted to let everybody know if you wanted to put this on your calendars. It looks like Haunted AF. We're going to go on the road. It's
2: exciting!
3: Not not like, we're not going on tour. uh, We're going down and around the corner, which is just as good. Yeah, I wish we were going on tour. One of these days, (laughs) if somebody will pay for it, we'll go on tour. Heck yeah. Uh, But we've been invited to the Spooky Spectacle, which is in Granbury. It's going to be September 24th and 25th. And we have never done a festival or anything like that like this no. before so they used to do this paranormal thing in granbury every year they stopped of course during COVID, but they're bringing it back this year and changed the name spooky spectacle so if you want to stay on top of that that's going to be seven, uh, september 24th and 25th and their website is spookyspectacle.com. so if you're in texas or you're nearby and you want to come by come say yes. yeah, get a selfie together yeah. that tell us your ghost story in person i think we should do some recordings sure, absolutely. there absolutely so again that's spookyspectacle.com. let's go And get into the stories. This is really cool. We've got a lot of listeners in South Africa
4: right now, which I
3: think is amazing. So this is from Karen.
4: Hey guys, I'm Karen from Cape Town. So last year, I broke up with my boyfriend and moved out, and accidentally moved into a haunted house. (laughs) So the first thing that happened was night one. I woke up in the middle of the night, like three in the morning, because it felt like someone tapped my shoulder three times. And I woke up, looked to the other side of the bed, then remembered that I'm single and I'm sleeping alone and there's no one in bed with me. And I was like, it's my first night in a new house. I'm probably just a bit freaked out in general and I kind of forgot about it. But then a few nights later, my cat woke me up at five in the morning and I'm lying in bed looking at my cat, eating his kibble next to my bed. And while I'm looking at him in the dark, my bedside lamp just switched on by itself. The other thing that happened was I was vacuuming Vacuum switched off by itself And I checked the core, Checked everything I didn't pull anything out As I was working Literally the switch flipped Another night I was sitting outside in my garden And I've got this metal barbecue thing And I was sitting next to it and the next moment, it made this loud clanging sound as if someone hit it with something metal, like, you know, that metal on metal clang. Anyway, weirdly, I was kind of chill sure about all of this because my house had kind of a nice vibe. Um, even though these weird things were happening, I didn't feel anything like scary. So what did freak me out was one night I had a friend visit and we were sitting outside in the garden and I was telling her about all this stuff that's been happening. She left quite late, like one in the morning. And just after she left, my cat started freaking out. Like he looked like he was terrified. You know, when cats get scared and they go all Halloween cat? Yeah. And they make like these weird, like low sort of moaning sounds. He was doing that. But there was absolutely nothing there. Like he was reacting to air. That scared me. Because before that, all the things that happened, the cat was super chill and that also made me not worry about it anyway i've got a friend who does um, angel card readings and all kinds of stuff in that world and she did a clearing on my house i'm not sure what she did but nothing weird has happened since thank god and my cat has been super chill and happy (laughs) anyway that's my story love the podcast lots of love from cape town Oh,
3: thank you, Karen. Love her accent. Yeah. And oh. how great is it just to have someone who's like, Oh, let me, I'll just bless your house. Yeah.
2: Like I'll fix it I'll real fix quick. fix that. Not yeah. a problem. Don't worry
3: about it. I'll come back again in three months and do it again. Just to, we
2: all need a friend that's willing to do that. Yeah, we mm-hmm. really do. This next story comes from Alyssa. I'm not sure if you'd consider this paranormal, but it's about skinwalkers. I never believed in them, but after this, I'm not sure. My sister was five at the time when she came running into our house, very scared. I asked what had happened and she said sissy I'm scared I saw something and it was as big as mommy and daddy and it was fast I told her it was probably just an animal but she swore it wasn't the next day my mom went outside with Skylar because she wouldn't go out by herself they both came rushing in soon after and my mom was freaked out mom doesn't believe in the paranormal stuff but she said I saw something too. Mm. She got my stepdad to check the house and the perimeter, but there was nothing there. After we all calmed down, mom said, I saw what Skylar was talking about, but it was weird. It was tall and it looked like an animal, but it didn't move like one. It was fast. Then she said it was almost as tall as a person. Whatever it was, we haven't seen it since, but my mom believes in the paranormal now. That should tell you how scared she was. Alyssa.
3: Did you know you're not supposed to say skinwalker no that's like one of the rules kind of like whistling in your house you're not actually even supposed to say the word really yeah how and when did you find that out I, I saw it on this astonishing legends page oh yeah and somebody posted a list about things that you aren't supposed to do and that was one of them and i was listening to morbid recently and they were also talking about it but um well now
2: i need the whole list <laughs> because <laughs> i'm know. pretty sure we have said every single thing that we're not supposed to say
3: oh yeah what
2: the, are your houses haunted <laughs> like we we're calling them here.
3: The thing is, I have never believed in skinwalkers. No, now you get a skinwalker. You get a skinwalker. I'm going to open this up. Everybody get the
2: skinwalker. But I'm
3: serious. I have always felt, this is going to sound awful, that it was a Native American legend uh-huh. to keep people off of their land. Just like, don't come in here and mess with our stuff. You're going to get chased by this really awful thing.
2: Maybe. And the stories
3: that I've always heard are always very vague. I saw something running very fast. I heard a voice that wasn't mine in the woods. Like, it never fleshes out in the way you think it's going to, except this one. I feel like yeah. this is the first time where multiple people have seen something that they can't describe that was right. tall and moving very fast. So yeah, if you do have uh, those types of stories, we'd love to hear them. podcast at gmail.com. This one comes from Matt. Good evening, Ladies, I have a weird story involving a girl I briefly dated about eight years ago. We'd been on a few dates and I eventually brought her back to my place. Hey. During certain activities, she, oh. she kept muttering things that were out of place for what was currently happening. <laughs> Wait. But I, I thought nothing of it. <laughs>
2: I need to know what she was saying. I know,
3: like, (laughs) waffles are delicious.
2: Uh, Yeah, like, how out of place? I know, really.
3: (laughs) When we were done, she sternly said, go away. Oh. Thinking I'd done something wrong, I said, sorry? And she replied, no, not you, them. She proceeded to tell me (sighs) that her deceased ex-boyfriend, and the child she had lost, follow her wherever she goes. Now, I was alone with this chick, so I was kind of frightened for my life. I don't believe in ghosts, so yeah, I thought she was crazy. <laughs> Wait, on, so he was like, so I finished up. <laughs> <laughs>
2: <laughs> and then got the hell out. Pretty much.
3: Pretty wow, much. Wow, yeah, that is much.
2: such a dude thing to do. Oh, come on.
3: <laughs> Hang on. Then she told me she sees ghosts everywhere and that she can speak to dead people. Oh. In fact, she saw my grandma, who had died about two years prior, and mm. asked if she should channel her for me. No. My question is, was grandma there watching?
2: So I had the same thought because yeah. it sounds like everybody she knows and can channel is all just like cheering them on. They're just like, do it, do it, do Woo! it. Do it.
3: Like, No, no, no. Don't do that. That's that. <laughs> no, we don't do that. So yeah, at that point she had to go. I politely asked her to leave <laughs> and totally deleted her number. I guess you could say I ghosted her. Bravo. Good. I know, Matt. Well I don't know whose side I'm on with this. Actually, if you see dead people, you probably shouldn't start talking about it right after you crawl out of the sack. I'm sorry.
2: <laughs> is it wrong that I'm like, can you find her number again and like call her and have her call us? Yeah, we,
3: we clearly
0: need to talk to her. Yeah.
3: Um, oh, okay. So this next story comes from Brandy.
0: Hi, Julian and Rebecca. My name is Brandy. I have listened to your podcast since its inception. I absolutely love it. I we were originally from Fort Worth and we moved to Southwest Florida back in June of 2021. My husband was transferred for his job. And we were living in an apartment while we were looking for a house. And one of the ones that we looked at was over in Venice, Florida. And its best redeeming quality was the fact that it had a canal that led to the Gulf of Mexico and it had a a dock that you could take your kayaks off of and all and we really wanted to see it because of that and as we pull up it's a little sketchy it's also kind of run down looking from the outside I'm like well maybe the inside's better so we walk in and I start talking shit about the house <laughs> there's so much that needs to be done so we're walking through and I'm talking about this and that and just saying what I didn't like and we walk outside to the back and the dock itself is not in great shape I wouldn't let my daughter walk out on it because I was scared that she would fall through and the seawall was questionable and around here for uh, repairing seawalls. It's the owner's responsibility. So I'm just talking about, you know, the amount of money that this would take. And uh, as we're walking back up the backyard, we had left the f- back door open. And, um, I, one more time say something that's about, you know, how much I just didn't like the house itself. And I should you not the door slammed in my face <gasps> as if to say, you don't like yeah. me you don't get in my realtor and my daughter were right behind me. And my husband was behind them and they were like, let's go, let's go. And (laughs) three grown adults and a seven year old little girl hightailed it out of there so fast. I told my husband, I was like, I don't think we can actually ever drive back down the street again because that house hates me now, and I hope you guys have a great week. Thanks.
3: Oh, was it, was it Mona in like uh, yeah. season three who got scratched?
2: Yes, because she was talking crap about a house. Yeah, like they had, it had a weird basement or something, and they're like, "Oh, we can't even do laundry here." And then she got
3: and she got scratched. Yeah. Yes, I guess the takeaway there is if you have to talk shit about the house, wait, wait until you leave. Mm-hmm. Yeah, haunted AF is brought to you this week by the Gen X This Is Why podcast, which reexamines the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media from our youth. Jenny and Amy are your hosts. They're sisters and occasionally mortal enemies Ooh. as they hash out the pop culture moments that shaped us. Like right now, they're dissecting Little House on the Prairie. <laughs>
2: That's awesome. It's like watching Little House on the Prairie with your girlfriends. Check the bonus episodes, too, where they discuss choice Gen X moments like Cabbage Patch dolls, Children of the Corn, and the Golden Girls.
3: I knew you would be excited I about know. that one. They even interviewed Karen Grassle, who played Ma on Little House on the Prairie. <laughs> She's still alive? Yes, yes. What? She looks great, too. The Gen X This Is Why podcast is like hanging with your buddies at the mall in the 80s, talking about love boat, war games, and Milly Vanilli. (laughs) They've got a Patreon page, too, where they just did an episode on Night of the Comet. So check them out anywhere you find podcasts at patreon.com backslash Gen X This Is Why and follow them on Facebook as well. That's the Gen X This Is Why podcast. So we promised to read some of the dream sharing emails to you just because there were so many. We got this one from Taylor who says, Once I had a wildly vivid dream that I was a female tiger stalking through the undergrowth. I could even feel the grass brushing up against my face. When I woke up, my cat was sleeping fitfully on my chest. I must have been dreaming her dream. And if I was having an animal dream, was she having a human one? (laughs) Again, this is from Taylor. I love this, Taylor. But the great thing about the shared dreams, you have to be able to like confirm it. Sure. With the other person right. and like share details. But I, I still like that I story. I do too. It's a
2: sweet thought for sure. I'd
3: like to dream about pooping in a box. What is <laughs> on that <your> like?
2: Do <laughs> you want to dream about pooping on your bed, Julie? So let's see what that's like. <laughs> oh my God.
3: You remind me, I have a Taika Waititi dream oh, that I have to tell you hello. about. Hello. Okay. It's poop. <laughs>
2: I don't know if I want to know anymore. <laughs> <No>. <laughs> like you had me, you had me at the first part, A-tica. but the second part, like I'm out. Yeah. <laughs> All right. So this next story comes from Savannah. So I woke up years ago next to a friend of mine and said, I dreamt that we went to a party together. She said she'd had a similar dream, but in her version, I went into the bathroom at the party and didn't come out. That freaked me out because in my dream, I went into the bathroom and came out, but everyone had disappeared. Also, we both described the same scene in our dreams, a dark mansion with vaulted ceilings, a fancy fireplace, ornate pool table, taxidermy, etc. We brushed it off as smoking a little too much reefer. And then I never thought about it again until Julie brought it up. Anyway, thank you both for making me laugh and keeping my spirits up. Much love from Oregon, Savannah.
3: Oh, thank you, Savannah. So this one's from Nydia. My husband and I shared a dream. We both wake up around 5 a.m. for work. First thing I said to him was I was having some super weird dreams last night. He said... Me too. I dreamt that people were trying to break into the house. I stopped him and asked how many people. He said three. And I said, was it two men and one woman? And he said, yeah, how'd you know? And I said, because I was dreaming that two guys and one girl were trying to break into the house. And when they couldn't get in, then he cut me off and said they went to the car and broke into that no and I said yes (laughs) I know. and again that's from Nydia and I wrote her back and I'm like well was somebody breaking into your car like in real life yeah and she hasn't written me back oh my gosh so Nydia come on get back in touch yeah this next story comes from Amanda she says hey girls you know what goes here in the beginning about loving your show so I'm gonna move on but it's okay we totally love it if you want to say nice things
2: exactly it makes us feel good I've worked at schools medical centers and theaters but the only Place I've had paranor- a paranormal experience is when I worked at Little Caesars in a corner strip mall. As far as I know, it was just an empty lot before becoming a shopping area. I was sixteen, and it was my first real job. I did everything from making dough in the morning to closing up at night. It was a fun place to work, and I have a lot of good memories from that time. But that's not what you ask for, right? Right. <laughs> <laughs> I remember seeing people walk behind me who weren't there in reality. My workers also saw figures walk behind them who. They They said, looked like me. One time I walked out of the walk-in freezer with a huge tray of dough. I turned the corner and saw a man dressed in Civil War era clothing. He wasn't a soldier. He was just a well-dressed man. I did a double take and he was gone. The last thing I can't explain happened all the time when I was saucing and cheesing the pizzas. (laughs) That's the best part of the job. Yeah. There was a wall directly to my right and on the other side of the wall were the ovens and the cutting station. Beyond that was the cash register and the lobby. Without fail, I'd see out of my peripheral vision the lobby in bright yellow sunshine. It would be filled with people and balloons as if it were a birthday party. It was so real, I'd look around the wall and check the lobby for guests. As usual, it would be dark and empty. I repeat, I had to look around the wall to see the lobby. But out of my peripheral, I could see it clearly. Nobody ever had birthday parties in our lobby. It wasn't that kind of restaurant. Maybe I was seeing into a different dimension But I'm glad it was the birthday party dimension and not the demon one. Yeah. As far as I know, nobody ever saw what I saw. There's a Vietnamese restaurant there now. I never had the guts to ask if they'd seen anything paranormal. The, Amanda. Thing,
3: the thing that's so cool about this is how when she's seeing it out of the periphery, but there's mm-hmm. actually a wall there. So almost like something that happened before the wall was there maybe. Right.
2: Like maybe it was all open at one point point. Right, was a venue for that type of place. Right.
3: I wrote her back yeah. and asked the name of the Vietnamese restaurant. Sure. So I called them and uh, I was going to surprise you. I was hoping I could oh. like, yeah, call them and get information and they never answered but they are open and they allegedly have fantastic foe Oh, okay. So um or pho, however you say
2: I don't know how to say it either. It's supposed Thank to be this I'm not the only one. No,
3: it's it's, it's pho, right? Pho, yeah, but I always feel like a dumbass when I say that. So anyhow, uh we're going to try calling them again and just to see if anybody else had it experience there. So Amanda, did you ever ask your co-workers if well they must have seen something yeah. cuz they said that they would see her? When she wasn't there. So so now I'm like, okay, well, is it glitch in the matrix? And this is like, yeah. She said she felt like she was looking into another dimension. Yeah. And one of those things, again, where you can see it out of the corner of your eye, but, but not when you not, look directly at it. Yeah. Ooh, okay. So we're going to have to spend a little bit more time with that one. This next story, we actually shared this audio on our social medias. It's from Lupita who mm-hmm. reached out through TikTok.
1: Hey ladies, I'm Lupita. I'm from Compton, California. And I'm a new listener. I came across your podcast on my TikTok for you page, which then led me to send you my own screen recording of my sleep tracking app that caught a very creepy voice as I was asleep. Um, This bedroom in this house, I've lived here all my life, has been kind of, you know the spot. I'm the youngest of seven and I'm positive that each of my siblings have a story to tell about that. Uh, My parents actually had experiences that started with footsteps starting at the front door, walking through our living room and into the very short hallway where the bedrooms are right next to each other and stopping in front of that bedroom door and then the doorknob would jiggle but then it would go dead silent after that. I've had my very first experience in that room I was in seventh grade and I used to go to sleep with the radio on and this night I decided to leave it off up until I started hearing someone breathing behind me. I would turn on the radio and then I turned on my TV and every time I did something to muffle the sound of the breathing it would get closer and closer up until it was right in my ear and I can feel it moving the hair that was tucked behind my ear. Needless to say I ran to my parents room right next door and My dad found nothing when he came in to check. Uh, The room is very small, so there's really nowhere to hide. Before this recording took place, there was a time where I would be in bed falling asleep, and I would hear my name being called. I would hear different voices, male, female, adults. It would just call my name. But this this recording is uh, 10 times creepier than that because I was in my most vulnerable state asleep. And... I share a room with, you know, my two daughters, they're 10 and seven. And clearly, the voice that comes through is male. And there's no male in this in this house anymore. My brothers moved out and married and my, my dad passed away 12 years ago, we don't sleep with the windows open. So there's no way anyone could be standing outside our window, whispering sweet nothings. So I really have no explanation for the male voice. Um, it's very clear what the one part that i can make out that says the woman always flies but what it says before and after that um i can't quite make out so if you guys have any thoughts um if you guys can hear something that i can't um i would love to hear it even the the listeners have any input i would love that um there's a lot more experiences that happen in this house but that one's the one that really gave me the chills to this day and this was
3: just back in august of 2021 when this happened so Tell me what you guys think. Thank you, Lapita. So, uh, first, I'm going to play the audio that Lapita sent to us. There's two parts to it. Mm -hmm. There's first real time audio, and then she slows it down a little bit. So, I really am like legit kind of scared. This is a good one. (laughs) Okay. Hang on. Here we go. Okay, what I feel like I all I hear is woman always flies. I can't make out what he is saying before that. But it sounds like he repeats it again. Uh-huh. Always flies.
2: I don't, I don't wanna know. <laughs> <laughs> I really don't, because he
3: that voice sounds super creepy. Well, get ready. So I'm gonna do it again. I've enhanced it. Ah. It's, it's extra loud this time. Okay, okay? so just listen carefully because again, I cannot make this out. Mm. So yesterday, I was listening to that over and over again, turned way up, and I had my like hands on my headphones and my eyes closed, like really focusing on it hear. and I opened my eyes, and my damn cat had jumped up on the desk, <laughs> it was literally like nose to nose looking at me like are you doing woman I literally did you scream no but I almost lost all (laughs) bodily functions Uh, okay Um, so I can definitely hear the always flies that round yes Yes. So I, and I can't even hear woman in this one the way I can. not Do you want me to play the blue like, one again? Okay,
2: hold on. It, I feel like he says something and then there's like a moan. Well, that's her. Do you think that she's like actually hearing that that's, in yes. real time? Yes. She okay.
3: believes that she's okay. responding to the voice. Like,
2: what if it is telling her to do something?
3: I don't know. See, that's like multiple theories that I have here that she's been hacked, that it's like a Manchurian candidate thing. Right. Where like it's like. Subliminal
2: messages or something.
3: Right. Where she's like becoming the winter soldier at this point. Oh like God. he's whispering all the things. Yeah. Um, oh my
2: God. Who's she going to kill next?
3: So here's, <laughs> <laughs> here's the other thing. The voice reminds me of other voices we've heard here before. Sure. The whispery male voice. Do you remember the uh, white it bananas? It sounds like
2: James Spader to me.
3: <laughs> yeah, like It does. You hear it, right? Yes. It sounds like, like James Spader. It's like a, a very intense male uh, like voice actor Like he's making actory. eye
2: contact with her while she's asleep. Yeah. I don't know but yes I, to me that's what I got. Always flies. And oh. that's something he would freaking say because he's a freaking
3: weirdo. What a weird thing to say. Oh, Lupita, I wish we had an answer for you. We or do not. maybe it's one of those picking up weird transmissions From between spies and it's like secret language. Or what if
2: it's just like a kid's walkie talkie that dad's messing with?
3: It could be that. There are so many things it could be. But yeah, Lupita, that's definitely a voice in your room. I wish I could tell you what that was. Like,
2: maybe do a little research on that app that you're using.
3: The one thing that people say, because we did post this on TikTok, and people were saying, You've been hacked. You've just been hacked. Yeah. And that is. An automatic thing, but when you've had all this continued activity Mm -hmm. in the house, it does make you wonder. All right, here, just for the road, let's do it one more time. Oh, that's just icky. Get out of her room. Whoever that is, stop it. It's like, yeah, really. Cut it out. uh,
2: But if you want to go hear that a few more dozen times, um, (laughs) find it in the companion blog, HauntedAF.com. That's episode 10, season seven. Let us know what you think, what you hear. I don't know. Maybe if it's telling you to do something. Uh,
3: Don't listen at night. We had multiple people who listened on social media and were like,
2: why'd you do that to me? Terrible idea. Uh, By the way, Stuart and JB, the roommates (gasps) that we've been talking about in their haunted house, they actually had their first paranormal normal team in this past weekend. So hopefully we're going to get some details on that. Uh, So stay tuned.
3: Also next week, there have been lots of postings on my next door, on my Mm. actual neighborhood next door about unidentified flying objects. (gasps) One guy's even got a video. So um, we're going to share that. And listen, guys, we only have three more episodes of season seven. This is all going to come to a close on April 28th. So we need those stories. We've been getting lots of emails from people lately who are like, hey, I had something spooky happen in a library. <laughs> call me and I'll tell you about it. So unfortunately, we don't call to do interviews anymore. You have to send the story first. And if you feel like there's a a need for a follow-up, then yes, we will give you a I call. I was going to say, yeah, maybe if your story is that good, yeah. then we'll call you. Well, we've done that. You sure. know, we definitely were like, dude, we got to call you. Right. Plus, it's really easy to send your stuff to us. Okay. Mm-hmm. You can write it down, use a voice recording app. You can film yourself doing it. But whatever it is, get that spooky stuff to us at Podcast at gmail.com. So, we can use it in season seven of Haunted AF.
2: And don't forget to subscribe to Haunted AF on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, wherever you listen to podcasts. Please follow us on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, YouTube, and of course, TikTok. You can even contact us directly through our website, hauntedaf.com.
3: Got to say thanks to Andrew Mamalaga and Travis Vance for the Haunted AF theme song and to On Air Media for titles and technical support. Also, big thanks to all of the Haunted AF Patreon supporters.
2: Most of all, we have to thank you for listening and for sharing your stories with us. By the way, Julie, if I die first, I'm coming back to haunt you. Oh, I'll come back to haunt you too, Rebecca.